0: Welcome to the Grace Church Conversations podcast, a weekly resource to help you apply Sunday to Monday. I'm Jared, and it's sad, Craig is is not here. He's teaching at the Pastors College in Kentucky, uh, in Louisville, but we have two wonderfully handsome men to join me. We've got Caleb Wilkinson. Yep, uh, the varsity is out of town today. Junior varsity is coming no, in. No, not at all. It's just, you know, a different team, a different team. And then we've also got a special guest, John Shin. You got to say hi. Oh, okay. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys doing? Good,
1: good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. It's a Tuesday. We're ready it to is. get this week going.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was good. I'm, yeah, good as well. Yeah. We're uh, excited about uh, coming off of the men's conference. And, oh my uh, goodness, yeah. It was, it was a great
0: weekend. Really fantastic, uh, really good. I feel like I'm still recovering one from the brisket and two from the root beer. It was just a lot, and it was delicious.
2: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Mine is more, I'm recovering from the Mike and Ikes and and popcorn (laughs) and uh, getting knocked out in the second round in the axe throwing contest. Oh,
0: yeah, that's right. That was, uh, it wasn't humiliating because none of us had practiced, but it's also just, I feel like I should have this killer instinct and be able to uh, be some master...
2: Axe thrower or something. Maybe well, it's uh, in my blood. I don't know. I, I, I think I'm hurting because I did practice a lot. I was out there. All <laughs> did night. you really? I, I watched Lost the Mexicans. Well, I thought you were pretty good. It. You were better than I was,
1: yeah. so there's that. Yeah, I'm just surprised no one from Seguin won. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you would think that <laughs> yeah. would be
2: just an automatic there. Everyone but, thought that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, two well, people from Frisco were in the finals. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Rob showed and, and Gordon. I know. So. Rob was weirdly
0: good. Yeah. I was. Not, you know, Rob, if you're listening, it's not that I doubt that you would be good at that. I just, I was surprised in a good way. That's good. Oh, man. Well, as is customary, John, since this is your first time on the podcast, I have to ask you a ridiculous question to get to know you. And I thought of many examples. Uh, and one of my goals is to make it slightly awkward, um, mainly for you, but I decided not to go that route. I figured <laughs> I'd just do an easy one. Um,
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> we want you to come back, man. Yeah, <laughs> we want you
0: to come back. So we're not going to, you know, Caleb is on staff here and he has to come back when Greg tells him <laughs> to. So I get to ask him whatever I want. But you, I'm just going to ask you this. What is your favorite candy bar? Oh, it's got to
1: be a Snicker.
0: Really? I've always liked it. Man, you are a Snickers. classic man, aren't yep. you? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of it. Caleb, what? on that note, what is your favorite candy bar? Uh,
2: I'm sort of a flavor of the month sort of guy. Really? With, when it comes to candy, yeah. So what's this month's flavor? I don't know. I haven't had a candy bar this month. I don't think I've been eating a lot of Mike and Ikes over the <laughs> men's compass. So it's Mike and Ike. Maybe, maybe lately the uh, 100 grand. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. these are good,
0: dude. Payday was my jam when I was like a ten-year-old chubby child. (laughs) That's (laughs) delicious. That
2: was a good one too. Cool. Seems seems healthier too with all those peanuts.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's it's basically weight loss food. (laughs) <laughs> anyways. All right. Well, very good. Let's uh, jump in, uh, to talking about Sunday. We got a few questions in and as a reminder, uh, if you are sitting in Sunday sermon, and you have a question, feel free to text it in to 469-573-2920. And we are always looking forward to, to reading your questions and, uh, you know, getting an answer to them. So, uh, Sunday we talked through Matthew seven, uh, verses 7 through 11. Uh, ask, seek, knock, and really just about persistence in prayer, persistence in trusting that God is, he's good. He's not pulling tricks on us when we ask for things. He's not going to, you know, when we ask for food, he's not going to give us a stone or mm-hmm. or a snake uh, mm-hmm. if we're asking uh, for sustenance. And so um, I, I just thought it was really encouraging to hear and knowing that, you know, when we bring Uh, persistence in prayer before the Lord. He is going to give good gifts. Uh, They Mm -hmm. may not be specifically the gifts we're asking for, but um, he will give uh, because he loves us. So Mm -hmm. um, let's go ahead and jump in on these questions. Uh, The first one is this. Is there any biblical reference where someone's persistent prayer changed God's mind, or has God already made up his mind on all things?
2: Well, uh, that's a good question, and it certainly... Um, pressing into a lot of mystery. Uh, yeah. As we were talking before uh, we hit record, uh, there, there's some mystery here. But um, there's a few things that are, are clear. You know, God, uh, God's sovereign and he knows all things. And I, I, it's clear that God does not change his mind. The Bible teaches that, uh, that prayer does not change God's mind, but the Bible also teaches that prayer does change things. So in, um, in Numbers twenty three nineteen, 19, um, it says, God is not man that he should lie or a son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said and will he not do it? Or has he spoken and will he not fulfill it? Hmm. So um, God doesn't change his mind. He has perfect wisdom and power and he's completely sovereign over everything every detail big and small he rules over all the world with perfection Hmm. so it doesn't change his mind but uh uh you you, you might be asking at this point well why pray at all uh well first it's because the sovereign god uh of the bible commands us to do it he commands us to pray that's good uh but also like i said the bible also teaches that prayer does change things so um in the old testament uh let me start this way there there are passages in the old testament that indicate it seems like the, the, these prayers are changing god's mind um i think of uh, you know the the israelites being freed from uh slavery in egypt mm-hmm. uh and then i think of um uh, moses i think it's exodus 32 and 33 um where uh moses intercedes for the people god says i'm going to start over with you i'm going to destroy them after they've worshiped the golden calf and moses says no don't do it you know uh he intercedes for me you know, like like a christ type um and um so there's that and in the book of judges we see this cycle where the people are running away from god they're rebelling and so god punishes them so then they turn back to god and say please forgive us have mercy on us and then they uh, God relents. Mm. Uh, he remembers His covenant, and He relents. Um, in the book of Jonah, it said that that God had repented of the judgment He planned for the people of Nineveh. Mm. Um, so that, that that's just hard to understand. Yeah. Uh, I, I had to study this term uh, today when I saw this question. Uh, what's happening here is is god the bible is using uh what theologians call anthropomorphic language so um it actually doesn't mean that god repented uh in the way that we do Uh, otherwise we he he would be sinning he'd be failing in some way and we know that Mm. god uh doesn't sin he doesn't do that he doesn't fail in any way he's perfect yeah so what what that means is that god removed the threat of judgment from the people um the word uh, can also mean comforted was comforted or eased. So when he saw the people turning uh, from their sin, God God was comforted or he was eased, and he revoked the sentence of judgment he imposed. Mm. so um, yeah.
0: I could keep going. Uh, yeah, 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 i'm I'm sure it could there's there's a lot to be said there. Um, but that that was helpful to see you know, but there's biblical examples uh, where maybe you could read it that way, but it would probably be a misunderstanding, wouldn't it? Yeah, I,
2: I think I think so because we we got to go from the clear to the to the less clear. I just read numbers. Mm-hmm. It doesn't change his mind. Now no. now he does change things though. He mm-hmm. does change things. He uses uh secondary means our prayers mm. uh and he, he wants us to pray he commands us to pray but he, he, he wants us to pray because he allows us to be involved in his activities mm. um he we, you know when we pray the work of the kingdom advances yeah. so prayer does change things um it changes the way God acts it doesn't change his mind it changes the way he acts so James 4 tell 4 2 tells us um we do not have because we do not ask. So our asking changes something here. Mm. Uh, he's implying James is implying that uh, a failure to ask deprives us of what God would otherwise give us mm. and, uh, and and so the scriptures are clear we pray and God responds when we ask, God responds mm. and uh, and then it also says in James, God, also, uh, it says that the prayer of a righteous man accomplishes much. So we see God uh, responding to persistent prayers of, of his people uh, in the Bible, whether it's freeing the people from slavery or, you know, in Egypt or Hannah uh, being given a child after praying for a long time or the, the blind man Jesus heals. Yeah. We see God answering prayers. Hmm. It, That's good. John,
0: do you have any thoughts on that?
1: Well, I, I think, I mean, I agree with everything Caleb is saying and, and want, if anything, to add, I think God just loves the interaction with us. Mm-hmm. And prayer is constantly bringing us back to him. Yeah. And prayer, you know, a lot of times, you know, the question is, does it change his mind? I think it doesn't change him, it changes us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so many times we keep on praying, we keep on praying, and we find ourselves changed through the whole process of prayer. And God has had the great, the outcome that he's always wanted to give us. And, and it's a weird thought because God is so perfect and holy that no matter what he does, it's always the right answer. Hmm. <laughs> and so as he does, it's right. And so the interaction with us and we start to change during the process of prayer, um, really, it, it, it's, it's like a dance uh, together where it, it's a beautiful thing, what he loves us praying persistently because it shows where our heart is and we just you know, pour out who we are to him and, and, and he sees that, he loves that and, and he pours back his heart back to us. and if and at the, time, at the time, right time, I think uh, all answered uh, prayers are answered. You know, one way or the other, they are' answered. When, you know, so I, I, I do love the fact that persistent prayer, whether it be uh, Moses or, or any other folk uh, in the Bible or even current people praying, persistently. I think God honors that and, and he loves it. And that's why he puts it in the Bible, continue to pray, uh, never ceasing. Cause he yeah. just loves
0: that interaction with us. Mm, that's good. That's really good. And I especially think it's helpful, uh, Caleb, just bringing it, bringing up James five, where it talks about the prayer of a righteous man. I think it's important that it says specifically a righteous man. What are the kinds of prayers that a righteous man are going to pray? He's going to pray righteous prayers that, that align with the will, of God um, and align with what the Lord wants to do and is doing, and so I think that's that's really helpful. And John, thank you for sharing your thoughts on that as well. Yeah. Super encouraging, guys. This is good. Uh, let's keep going. So the second question was this: um, What are your thoughts on asking for good gifts uh, in general versus specific good gifts that we think we want or need?
2: John, what do you think about that, man?
0: Well, I think general
1: prayers is just by nature is just sometimes too general i i i over the years i've learned to pray specific prayers because when it's a general prayer you know god give me good health or 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 let me get through school and graduate and it's it's so general that Mm -hmm. it's you kind of lose it throughout regular day uh, and life but if you do specific prayer god my car's breaking down or we're having that fourth child, now we have to have a bigger car with a third row, and, and it has it needs an extra seat, an extra row, but then, you know, I need money, so it has to be a six-cylinder. We start going down this list of specific things. Did you, read my, did you things. read my
2: prayer journal this week? <laughs> 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 and
1: on, honest to goodness, you pray about those very, very specific things, and God delivers exactly what it is that you need. Mm-hmm. And time and time again, I've I've learned that the more specific you are, and God answers that prayer very specific prayer you can't but know that that is directly from God and mm-hmm. there's just seems you know it, it's not just oh yeah I got that raise so we we're able to get that little better car or uh, none of that kind of stuff you know falls through the cracks because you realize I've been praying for that specific thing and that specific thing has been given and and to me I just lean on more this more specific it just reflects right back to God
2: supplying that uh that prayer answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's good, John. I, I think whenever specific, uh, whenever we're able to pray specifically, we should do it because God's our father. He knows our needs. We mm-hmm. can come to him even if we're, you know, we don't know for sure if this is a good thing to ask for. We can, you know, he's a, he's a loving father. He's, it's okay if we stumble a bit. but I think both, I think we should pray both. I think if we pray generally, it's sometimes an admission that I don't know, I don't know what I need. Uh, and if we pray specifically, it, it keeps things not rote. Mm-hmm. Keep things so we're not just praying for the same kind of broad thing, but not really vulnerable and intimate. And yeah, I think um, sometimes we pray generally because we, it feels safer. Um, That's a good point. But so, like, I think two two of the best gifts I think God wants to give besides Himself are are His wisdom and, and faith. And so I think it, it'd be good to pray for both those things, uh, you know, every day, generally, uh, in a way that says, "Lord, I don't know what's coming." Uh, I have no idea what's coming, but please give me wisdom for things that are coming, that I can't even see, I can't study up for or anything. And Lord, please help me. I'm trusting you now. You know, there's that Matt Redman song. Uh, may I still be singing when the day ends, no matter what. May, may mm-hmm. I still be trusting you when the day ends. I don't know what's coming, Lord, but but give me faith. Help me have faith when I go to bed, too. And So I think there's something about that, kind of an acknowledgment of, I don't know what I need. Yeah. yeah, but then the specifics So faith and wisdom is like I think, as you know, Lord, I need, I need uh, wisdom because I, there's a relational, you know, tension between my boss and me. Lord, give me wisdom on how to navigate that, on how to honor him, on how to uh, be humble. You know, how to, what to say and when to say and what questions to ask. Help me, Lord. I don't know. I don't know how to speak. Give me wisdom on how to speak and when to speak. Mm. Or Lord, I. As I go to work, uh, I'm concerned about my daughter who's in high school, and Lord, please give me faith to trust you, that you're going with her, that she's in your hands, you're on the move in her heart, and um, so I think those are, I think both, I think, but mm-hmm. as as we can specifically, it is really good. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really helpful. It keeps things not rote. It keeps right. things like uh, interesting, like the the, right. know, the details make things
0: interesting. So yeah. Um, I mean, to your point, it's, it's so much more intimate, isn't it? It's, you know, rather than saying, you know, you know, the whole, like, I need a better car. Like you were saying, John, uh, you can, you know, it is safer to just be general, to be maybe vague or whatever, but how much more vulnerable is it to really open up and, you know, Lord, this is what, you know, in the secret depths of my heart, I do have something specific in mind. We all do. Um, uh, you know, if it's something you're worried about, you've probably given a lot of thought to it and you're probably thinking this would really this would be exactly what I need. Um, and so, yeah, I, I like I like kind of the encouragement you guys are giving to
2: be specific. Very, very helpful. I, I would ask if, if you are praying just generally, I think and I would struggle with this one. Mm. Uh, it's probably a, a it's probably a time for a heart check. Why? Why am I only praying? Generally, what do I really see? God as a loving father who wants to know hmm. my needs and already knows them, and like well, it's, he's safe, and you know he's you can go to him like a child. So, so I think I, there's a if you are just praying generally, there's some uh there, there, there's something up. Hmm. Yeah. What's funny is I
1: you know I ask my kids once in a while, hey, where do you guys want to go eat? And they'll say, oh, okay, let's go eat Chinese food, or well, let's go eat Tex Mex, but. Every once in a while, one of my kids will go, oh, do you remember that salsa that was just, that the tomatoes were just so juicy and crunchy, and mm-hmm. they weren't all, and they start going into detail about all kinds of, you know, the, the the platter itself. And as they start explaining this, it gets me all, like, excited. Yeah. And, you know, I just think that sometimes, for me at least, you know, hopefully some of you guys out there, when you start sp- praying specifically, you get your juices flowing and and, and, and and you know that God's listening and you start mm-hmm. to pray. And, you know, I think he enjoys our personalities put into these things when we're very specific about certain things. But then also, I think as you pray and if it's not answered, you kind of assess and go, Lord, am I praying for the wrong thing? Mm-hmm. And, and how can I tweak this a little bit so that it's God honoring and so maybe I'm asking the wrong thing, but let me be specific about, you know, slightly differently. Or he answers and that answer comes out and you go, whoa, maybe, maybe I should have prayed more specifically about this thing next time. <laughs> and it's, it's always fun to see how you start interacting with God during prayer just for those
0: things. Mm, mm-hmm. That's good. Okay, uh, this last question is this. In light of today's scripture, uh, which is Matthew 7, 7 through 11... Uh, and then Mark 11, 23 through 24, where Jesus says, if you ask anything uh, in faith, it will be granted to you. How uh, do you navigate the waters of asking and believing in faith that we will receive what we ask?
2: It's a good question. Uh, it's a really good question. Uh, let me start with James 1, 5 through 6. Um, it says... If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Um, so that's that's sort of a, another passage uh, outside of Matthew that that talks about uh, kind of the correlation between faith and answered prayers. And um, a note on that one, um, we, we can pray in faith and like full confidence that God is going to absolutely 100% answer his prayers when we pray his promises, hmm. when we pray his commands. Um, so like if we're going to pray this prayer that I just read, Lord, give me wisdom. I I don't know what to, I don't know what job to take. Give me wisdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's He's promised that He's gonna give us wisdom, so yeah. we can you know. I think uh, he he he. We can pray with absolute faith and absolute confidence because He's promised He'll do it. Yeah. Um, but you know, prayer is the Scriptures say prayers also not answered for a variety of reasons, and one of them is lack of faith. Hmm. um uh, James uh well just just what we read uh we didn't always pray in faith so so God's not going to answer prayers uh not prayed in faith but there's a there's a couple other reasons prayers aren't answered um we don't always know how to pray as we ought that's Romans 8 that's why we have hmm. the Holy spirit he teaches us but uh we don't always pray as we ought and we also sometimes pray um we don't always pray according to God's will. We pray for our own selfish wants and mm, motives. And, yeah. And, um, and uh, I, here, here's something else I thought of when I saw that question. Um, uh, prayer's is also not answered sometimes, even when the person has perfect faith, because God has a better solution or plan, he, mm-hmm. You know, even even to uh, fulfill his purposes through suffering and hardship. So two guys yeah. I think of, uh, Paul, Craig talked about one of them, is Paul. Paul prayed three times, Lord, let let this thorn be removed from me. Let this thorn be removed from me. Let this thorn be removed from me. And uh, I'm guessing he was praying in faith that God could do it, that I, you know, uh, but God God said, No, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in your weakness. So there's an example of someone praying, I think, in faith, and it's still turned away. So I don't think faith equals the answered prayer we want. But I think oftentimes um, when we don't pray in faith, we didn't get the answer because we didn't pray in faith. And then here's the here's the other one. Jesus prayed. Who had more faith than Jesus? Jesus prayed uh, three times in the garden. Uh, you know, Father, let mm. this cup be removed from me. Yeah. Mm. And the Father didn't remove the cup from him because uh, there was there was something that glorified God more. There was something that was better for Jesus. He was going to humble him and uh, and then exalt him and Save many through that, yeah. So, um, so, yeah. I take this to mean that God, uh, you know, when we're praying in faith, He's going to answer that, uh, and He'll 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 only answer like in a way that that's ultimately for the very best of His people, and, mm-hmm. and of course, that's that's for whatever the most glorifies Him. Yeah, uh, I'm uh, I'm reminded
1: about a prayer that um, you guys probably know the story where Billy Graham, his wife said that she prayed for the people that she dated before she got to Billy Graham. And so she said, if God would have answered any of my previous prayers, I would not be married to Billy Graham right now. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, in good faith, she went out with people that are, you know, outstanding people, I'm sure, but and, and prayed, Lord, you know, if this be your will, you know, this let let this person be my husband. But ultimately, going through several different people until she got there. And, and that just reminds me, you know what, sometimes, like you're saying, um, Caleb, it's not a bad prayer it's just an unanswered prayer because he has something really good for us and and it just may not be obvious to us but um you know there's something better and and sometimes we pray for those who uh, are out of our periphery you know especially you know lord please save this person because i'm praying for them praying for them and, and 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 i know you know i'm one of those people who are constantly praying for somebody and and i don't see it happening but yeah, I, I just have to believe that God will answer that prayer because mm. there is a good answer behind it somehow, somewhere. Yeah. And I just continue to pray. And you know, ultimately it's up to him, but it's his timing and he has the best for us. And, and so again, I think it's just a matter of Sticking with it, really, and mm-hmm. and in faith, because why do we ever ask for anything? Is it just because <laughs> we have nothing else to do? <laughs> I, mean, I think you have to have faith. Otherwise, why are we praying yeah. at all? I mean, out of desperation, maybe, but yeah. but I, I think you know, faith is just understanding, acknowledging who God is, really, mm. and and then just vocalizing, um, even our complaints. You know, I pray complaints to God as well, and and it's just consistently asking. Um, seeking and knocking. And I love the way Craig put that there, where you know, y- you, you throw it out there and, and you ask, <laughs> and then you <laughs> grow a little bit closer by seeking, and then eventually mm-hmm. you're starting to knock. And unless you have faith, I don't think you continue to pray. Yeah. I just don't see it. It's a, you know, so you continue and you continue, and and, and and that faith grows because God is there. It's just when you see it, it, it it's an amazing thing where just little things start to get answered and it's like it just builds that much more faith It's hmm. really good and this
2: is this is uh you know uh you the, the faith is you know, i'm trusting that god's a loving father my loving mm-hmm. father who cares for me so the more time you spend with him uh hopefully that's growing and so that sustains you as you're praying persistently and that sustains your faith you know the uh, it's faith that leads me to the father and it's time with the father that, that fosters my faith
0: hmm.
2: this is something maybe uh this wasn't in the question though uh but we're talking a lot about prayer requests but a lot a lot of prayer a lot of you know the fellowship God intended it was also adoration and, yeah. and so worship and thanksgiving and, yeah. and so those are the type of prayers that um uh foster faith you know I Philippians the end of Philippians 3 it says um says do not be anxious about anything but uh, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be known to god and the peace of god which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in christ jesus there there is you know uh there is this deal where we're not just asking we're we're, we're giving him thanksgiving we're yeah. giving him our praise and uh, and and that is you know basically is uh part of us knowing him as a father yeah. as a loving father
0: yeah, that that definitely makes it more, you know, that helps us understand the bigger picture of what prayer is. It's not just us going down our list of all the things we want, but it's us communing with the mm-hmm. Lord and and knowing him and mm-hmm. um, and talking with him. Um, and I, I think that kind of expands kind of what you guys were just now saying of like this is intimate. This is practical. This is real dialogue. This isn't some, uh, you know, philosophical thing or some, uh, you know, it's easy to be tempted to think of, you know, there's people out there that are probably have a way, you know, better prayer life than I do. And they probably say lots of these and thous, and it's a really holy thing. Um, But I think it's just really helpful for all of us to just remember, you know, kind of what you guys are sharing here. It's intimate. Let's be specific about what we're asking the Lord for. Um, Let's be specific about our thanksgivings before the Lord. Let's be specific about, uh, you know, why we love him and who he is and his character, his attributes, all the good things, all the holiness about him. Um, You know, let's bring that all together. So it's not just, you know, feeling like it's this kind of, stale religious thing but we're actually
2: communing with the with the lord i think that's really helpful it's not writing writing santa this is what i want for christmas <laughs> yeah exactly it's, yeah it's my, <laughs> one time one time a year letter it's a ongoing really friendship yeah, yeah. um that we're that, that he wants us to enjoy
0: yeah that's excellent it's really good, guys. Um, well, you know, those are all the questions we got. Hopefully, that answers them. I think I think that was I, I think we did. Um, one of the reasons why John, we wanted to have you on here is not just because you're a cool guy and it's really cool to spend time with you. I mean, that's that's Though not less. That's about eighty five percent of why. <laughs> the other fifteen percent of that is uh, just you're a prayer team leader and, and, uh, knowing the topic at hand, we knew you could kind of help us, uh, you know, help us think well about the topic of prayer and whatnot. But since Sunday's sermon was about persistence in prayer, asking, seeking, knocking, and trusting that, that God is a good father who will give good gifts. I wonder if you could give any, you know, maybe an example of persistence in prayer in your life for us. There is one, and specific
1: recently Um, you know some of you guys have heard of alpha and um, we started that and and the first one that we launched last fall we invited uh, several different groups actually okay one step back Rob and I were petrified because no one was going to show up. That's the truth, honest goodness. And it got to like the weekend before and we're thinking, oh my goodness. No registration. Yeah, no (laughs) registration. No one's coming to this thing. We are in trouble. What are we going to do? And then Craig found out through um, a Muslim leader. Gosh, I forgot his name. Um, Shaquille. Yeah, Shaquille. um, Over there towards the Costco, the mosque over there. He had mentioned there is an international festival here at the square this weekend. Are you guys going to be involved? There's going to be several religious groups out there. And we had no idea. So um, Craig spoke to... Uh, Rob about that, and Rob had no idea, and he, we were trying to get a booth on, you know, set up and everything, but, but it was too late. The registration was too late and everything, so um, we just decided, you know what, we're just going to go out there and do a prayer walk, and we're going to walk around and see if we can talk to some people to mm. see if they would be interested in coming out to this Alpha. And so we took the flyers and we started going to booth by booth, and we started talking with everyone. There were uh, different uh, religious groups, uh, Hindu, um, um, Islamic and, and, and several other uh, groups out there so we passed it all out and then on Tuesday, the following Tuesday a group of uh, Sufi Muslims showed up and, and they said that they would but everyone says they'll show up right? <laughs> <laughs> so, but they actually showed up and, and it was interesting that there was there were about six um, uh, individuals that kept showing up and one in particular and, and you know a week after week, they just kept coming. And they said, so, you know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing a little bit here. They said, one of the um, uh, gentlemen that was there, he, he said, you know, I don't know why I keep coming. I wasn't directly invited, but I came with my brother and, and I just feel that God has me coming here and to continue to come here because this is the place I need to be. Wow. He said that. He said that. And, and so I was thinking, that's wow, that's just great to hear. And then couple of weeks go by three weeks go by and so we start to get to know them a little better and 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 we asked them you know where are you guys from and they pointed out to a uh, a mosque over there um, a little bit further south from here uh, a couple of streets what stone brook i think it is That's it. Yeah. and and it's right off right before preston and when i heard where they were from my jaw just dropped because for the last two years On the way, I I live just south of 121, and as I'm coming up here up on Preston, I make my way to go across uh, Stonebrook, because I see that mosque, and and I prayed to God. I said, you know, God, I don't know who attends that mosque. I don't know if they're from this community or if they drive a distance. And they have a gate there, and I can't even get in there to see who they are, to invite them to church or talk to them. or I don't know how to build up relationships or anything. But let your kingdom come. Let your will be done, Lord. Mm. And I've been doing this at least once a week because I come up here on Sundays. And then as I come here throughout the weekday, <clears throat> I'm able to pray that prayer as well. So for two years I've been praying this prayer. And so you could imagine... I don't know any of these folks. And then God brings them to Grace Church, to Alpha. Wow. And I get to know them by name. And I said, Lord, I don't even know their names. I don't know who these people are, but let your kingdom come. And then the following week, they invite us into their place of worship so that we're there going through and building up further relationships within our community. So mm-hmm. now God has brought us beyond their gates and in, into their Uh, place of worship to spend time with them. God is answering prayers like that. And and I just realized, my goodness, that, and and again, that's the specific prayer because that was close proximity, but I I made my way to go in front of there constantly praying for that location, specifically for that location. Hmm. And when God answers that, it's just, you know, it's a jaw dropping moment and and it's just amazing how God answers prayers Um, In ways that sometimes it takes a little time, but I tell you, it's it's just amazing.
0: Wow, that's really amazing, man. That's a really, that's
2: really encouraging. <laughs> that That is amazing. More people start, uh, please join John and start praying <laughs> for the people, the communities that you're driving past. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree
1: with that. So if you have communities that you drive by and you know that there's something that, you know, God's tugging at your heart, you're driving to work and you see something, you see a place of worship that you would, you would want to just lift that place. Lord, just you know, let your kingdom come to that place. Let me build inroads to that place. Mm-hmm. Let me just be part of their community so that they can see your glory through my prayers, through my you know actions to just being a Christian in our community. Um, I, I say pick a spot, yeah. start praying. Yeah,
2: that's cool. Um, man that we, you know, we want to, want to have an impact on our community and, uh, what a, I can't think of a better way to just pray for what's what we see every day. Yeah. Um, I read a book. I'm not a big. I haven't been a big student of revival. I want to learn more about it. But there's a book uh, called "A God-sized Vision" by uh, Colin Hanson and John Woodbridge. Mm. And um, as you guys were talking, I was thinking of it. They go through uh, about ten different revivals, and 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 all they've always found it starting with prayer. So the mm. so mm. a couple of examples are the. First Great Awakening, the Second Great Awakening, Isuzu, uh, you know the what happened in Asuza, uh, the uh, the revival there, mm-hmm. and uh, there's there's a there's a big one in Korea, South Korea, where the revival broke out. I think in the '50s with uh, just business leaders getting together and praying for the country. And anyway, wow. so the Lord really does act in response yeah. to our prayers. Things change. He He responds, and and uh, it's pretty cool can i put a plug in uh, yes we, we pray every sunday morning at eight o'clock upstairs in the prayer room and uh we'd love if you're listening to this podcast we'd love for you to join us and we so there's a first service and uh for those of you who want to sleep a little longer uh we gather <laughs> at ten fifteen as well uh to to pray uh for prayer cards pray for the service pray for the community pray for the the the, the neighborhoods being built right around us as we were, we were yeah. just mentioning um Pray for what you can see. We, we, we have windows that overlook uh, these fields that are being bulldozed and uh, buildings are getting ready to go up. So we pray mm-hmm. for those too. So, so please come join us. Yeah, that's a great invite. Yeah, um, yeah well, very cool.
0: I, th- I think that's our conversation. But, but uh, did either of you guys have any last uh, comments before we uh, button this thing up?
1: I just think I, I agree with Caleb. I mean, I think there's a lot of people who have difficulty with prayer what can i pray and i say you know go back to the biblical verses because when you pray back god's word back to him that is powerful i see jesus doing that i saw moses doing that i see a lot all of these biblical characters they refer back to the Old Testament because they didn't have the whole Bible and everything, but you open up the Bible, get a verse that just hits you. Every single person who has any passion about anything within Christianity, they have verses that they memorize. Pray mm-hmm. those back to God. Mm-hmm. That's a prayer. And and he answers, if you don't have the words and the eloquence and things, don't worry about it. Just start praying back the Bible, back mm-hmm. to God, and that's a powerful thing. Yeah. Man, that's good. That's a really good tip. Psalms are
2: a great place to start mm-hmm. if you're yeah. getting started in the yeah. Lord's Prayer and the Psalms.
0: Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for uh being with us and John, thank you for taking time out of your evening to be here. Caleb. Oh, thank you for having us. Thank you for being on staff of the church so I can make <laughs> you come and be on the podcast. I'm just kidding, it wasn't <laughs> me. Pleasure, no, it's 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 good to have you guys on here. This is fun and uh and encouraging for, for me too. So thank you for serving us in this way. Just a reminder, uh, if you have any questions about Sunday sermons, go ahead and shoot a text in at 469-573-2920. Pray for Craig as he is teaching at Pastors College. And I think that's it. So you guys take care. See you next week. Yeah. Bye-bye.